Chapter 2 VIP I was in the front passenger seat riding home to Richmond, Virginia from Raleigh, North Carolina. Mom was talking to me about having to move to a new apartment because of some issues she was having with the building she was living in. Then my phone began to ring. It was Tracy. Asking if I was home yet and what the plans were for the night. Tracy was my best friend. She began to tell me that there is a new club in downtown Richmond that is the hot spot for young adults. I immediately started to try and decide what I should wear when distracted by a flock of birds that flew overhead. I couldn't hear Tracy anymore, although she was still talking to me. My mother noticed that I was distracted and placed her hand on my shoulder. Where did you go, sweetie? She asked in a calm and loving manner. Focusing back into the moment, I told Tracy I would let her know once I was back in town. I was often easily distracted by the beauty of things. I wasn't even sure where this appreciation and admiration came from. Yet it rose inside of me relentlessly and easily when faced with the calm and genius of God's creations. For me, it had always been this way. A report card from our third grade teacher caught this affect that later was realized as just my personality or something else altogether. Amira is a bright child. Yet sometimes she drifts off into her own world and appears distracted. My concerned mother met with the teacher to get an explanation of what the distractions looked like when they occurred. Concerned and wondering if this was the aftermath of my almost near-death experience as an infant. I remember sitting in the classroom and trying to make an effort to be focused. But I found myself drawn to the collection of butterflies that were floating outside the classroom window. I looked at my mother and teacher who were talking back and forth with one another. And for some moments, I could not hear them. It was just me and the butterflies. Now that I am older, I recall this was strange, as I have not since then ever seen a herd of butterflies flying in unison. This wasn't a large field of flowers. This wasn't their natural habitat. This was outside of a classroom window that was on the second floor of a building. They seemed to almost be floating outside of the window and looking right at me. Beautiful with varied colors. To bring me back, my mother gently placed her hand on my shoulder. That kind gesture began on that day. As I approached Richmond, I thought back to what I could wear 
I ultimately decided I will wear pink, a pink shirt and black jeans, and I will put my hair in a bun. Once I arrived at home, I set my alarm to 9 p.m. I napped and woke, which allowed me enough time to shower and get ready for the night. I wasn't old enough to drink, but I made a trip to Wawa's to get a black and mild to smoke. Smoking was a nasty habit that only I succumbed to on club nights since I was not old enough to drink. If I were lucky, Tracy would also sneak one of her father's beers from the refrigerator for us to share before we went inside the club. Tracy came to pick me up with Dakota and Rachel in the car. As we headed to VIP, we caught up on how things were going. Tracy would be graduating from high school this year, along with my cousin Emma. Emma could not make it out this night, but said that she would catch us another time. Despite her absence that night, she would become a frequent part of the action that filled the early stages of this love story. Along the way to the club, I updated Tracy about college life. The classes, the boys, the cafeteria food, which could be best described as bland. The freshman 15 that everyone spoke of, where girls usually gained at least 15 or more pounds once going to college. My body must have missed the memo because the freshman 15 was not something that I gained at all. I was 5'3 and 105 soaking wet. I was so happy to be home and to be going out. I began going to VIP almost every weekend while I was home. Emma, Tracy, Dakota, Rachel, and I were carefree in those moments. Dancing singing, enjoying our time together, young and free. On this night, the line was wrapped around the building. It was perfect for us because Dakota and Rachel would have to use extra IDs that Tracy and I had. As we pulled up, Dakota and Rachel went back and forth about who looked most like me or Tracy. The truth was that although Tracy and I were not sisters, we looked more closely related than our real sisters did to us. We both were light complected with black hair and freckles. We both had brown eyes. Mine were larger and my ears pointier. Tracy usually wore her hair straight and right at the top of her shoulder. And my hair was wavy and stopped at the bottom of my shoulder blade. Rachel and Dakota were able to get into the club before me and Tracy. And if they were able to get in, then Tracy and I, the real Tracy and Amira, with unexpired identification, could easily get in. Rachel and Dakota always met us on the dance floor not too far from the door to begin our night. This was the night that I would start to die, slowly. If anyone would have told me the way in which this would happen, 
I would have never been able to wrap my mind around it. The purging, the gaining, the heartache, and then peace. I've always been comfortable with being in my own space and doing my own thing wherever I was. I was quiet but not shy. My friends continued to dance and entertain some guys that had come over to talk to them. But I had to use the bathroom. So I whispered to Tracy that I would be right back. I didn't want to interrupt their flow, so I just went alone. There was a separate bar towards the back with a different DJ and possibly a completely different vibe. I was so happy to find that the restroom had a standing mirror so that I could see my full body. I turned around to see how my butt looked inside of my jeans. I began to fix my hair, making sure every hair was in place in my bun. My curly black hair was usually hard to manage. I sometimes hated how my black hair was like a shadow that draped on each side of my pale complexion and freckles. I enjoyed dyeing my hair, but the effects of dyeing my hair lighter never lasted long before my hair became black all over again. I felt like I still looked nice despite all the sweating from dancing. So I exited the restroom to go find my friends when stopped. It was just a slight touch on my lower arm which caused me to turn around to see who was trying to get my attention. When our eyes met, I remember thinking I had never seen such beautiful eyes. His eyes were hazel, wide, unique. The music was loud, so I could not hear what he was saying to me at first. I leaned in closer so that we were cheek to cheek. He told me that his name was Damon and that he thought I was beautiful. He gestured asking me to lean in closer and then he asked me for my number. I had only taken my cheek away from his for a moment to look at him. I felt shy and unsure of myself, far from the confident beauty who was gazing in the mirror with content just moments before. I gave him my number and walked away. I wanted to look back, but I continued forward to my friends. The interaction was brief, but there was something that felt familiar about him. 